What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Off the Rails, a recovery podcast dedicated to ending the stigma of addiction through open discussion on all things recovery related. My name is Merrick. With me always is Dave. Jared had a little truck issue this morning and uh, couldn't make it. So, Jared, yeah. hope, uh, hope the tow truck comes, gets you all sorted out. And uh, now we're here. Dave, what's sure. happening? Oh, man, just a uh, beautiful sunny day today. It was a little rainy yesterday, so nice to have the sun back. And, uh, yeah, work a little later today. More importantly, how are you doing? You had a – you're back now in Lethbridge. Let's hear about uh, your week. Oh, man, my week was was excellent. Got to uh, catch up with lots of friends. You know, that was great. Uh, got to see some family in Ottawa. Um, three guests on our show I got to catch up with. Uh, Christopher, Alyssa, and J-Rock. Uh, probably insert that photo with J-Rock in front of his favorite place, Milano's, right now. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty good, man. I missed you. Um, it's good to be home, man. Get back in routine. Get back to eating properly. Um, I did not eat good while I was there. Well, I did, mom. I did. I did eat good, mom. If you're listening, yeah. I'm in my too, too too good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, man, did a yeah, did a lot of cool shit. Went to a movie. Went uh, Sunday. I hung out with one of my buddies, and uh, a couple of my buddies actually, and we went uh, axe throwing. And then nice. went to an escape room, which was so much fun. I didn't yeah, think cool. it was that much fun in an escape room, but man, I had a blast doing that thing. So what was the setup of your escape room? Like, I think they're all different. Right? I've never been, but. Yeah. Well, so um, it was like a, like a secret service setup type thing. Okay. And, uh, you had to go in and like, you had to solve this like Morse code thing, get into this next room, then uh, decode like these phone calls it was pretty sick that's cool fun. um we didn't we didn't make it out of the room but uh <laughs> it was all right it wasn't enough time it really you know another 15 minutes i think we would have been out of there but uh whatever and then yeah. uh, then after it i did something that i was a bit uncomfortable with and uh but i i'm glad i did it it was fun i went to a comedy show Oh, okay. Like a, it, there was like a bar there, so I found that pretty hard. Uh, yeah, but the, the comedy was good. Um, did, did you find it hard the whole time, or was it more just like when you got into the show kind of thing? Yeah, more so at the beginning. Once the show started, it was fine. Um, I just yeah. got water, and I think mostly like I just like see myself comparing and like looking around and seeing like groups of people our age, like just like having drinks and shit and i was like yeah. oh, right, that'd be nice but then you know you gotta play that tape through and realize like that's not what it is for me you know yeah so i find that a bit difficult uh but i had a lot of fun good comics i do really yeah, like I, comedy so yeah i always think that too and like one thing that i always remember kind of stuck on my head that I heard, I heard years ago, um, because when you go to something like that, like 
and maybe you found that too was people having drinks and you're like oh they're having a good time and it's like would it be more i enjoy it more if i was having drinks and i remember listening to like a dane dane cook who i believe has never done drugs or or had a drink in his life and his whole theory was like i i shouldn't need something to alter my mind to enjoy life or whatever right yeah and i thought that was pretty not profound but like pretty true like so it's i know i yeah i'm with you on the whole comparing thing because i do that all like all the time as well especially with people when it's like your age and stuff and but i think the fact that we can get to a point hopefully where you know you go to an event like that and you're just fucking having a great time sober is pretty fun is is the coolest thing i think that you can do yeah so yeah, I agree. And it was it was great too. The two guys I went with, like um, one of them didn't, doesn't drink around me um, and the other one's in recovery himself. So it was pretty cool. Like a couple dudes in recovery going out and enjoying life, you know? It was yeah. Fun, man. Yeah, that's cool. How, how was, because uh, I believe when we recorded last, you were going that night, I believe, to WWE, were you not? Oh, yeah, I was. WWE yeah. guys. Oh, what a blast. It was entertaining. Um, found that pretty fun. Uh, and, like, I kind of stepped aside my comfort zone because my buddy and his son were going, and they're like, Mark, come tag along with us. Whatever. So I was like, absolutely, I'm doing that. But I couldn't get a seat right next to him, so I was just, like, sitting by myself. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and, like, that's something I would have never, like, I would have never done that back in the day. But, like, I don't know, man. I'm down with trying more shit. Yeah. I used to like think it'd be like a big deal. I think like people would look at me and be like, "What a loser sitting by himself." But like, no one does I, that. I totally know what you mean. And it's like almost like like um, I used to think about that about movies. Like I'd I'd go to a movie. Like I'd never go to a movie by myself. But I think nowadays I'd be like comfortable enough to be like, "Fuck it, I don't care." Not only would I go to a movie by myself, <laughs> I would thoroughly enjoy going. To a movie by <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, yeah, man, it was a lot, it was a lot of fun. Got to see uh, Ronda Rousey. Shout out, shout out her. Nice. Um, Rebecca Story. I kind of got a crush on Ronda Rousey. Um, but you know, that's it. She knows that. Yeah. Anyway, dude, how was your week? I'm glad to be back home. Yeah, my week was uh, so far has been pretty good. I uh, just had a Monday and Tuesday off, which was nice. Nice couple of days of workouts in. Um, some nice weather. Just kind of relaxed. Wednesday went back to work. And for whatever reason, I was like, I was telling you, just exhausted. My whole body was uh, just felt really tired and sore. And I think that dragged me down a bit mentally. So I was a bit down, but nothing like, nothing crazy. Just like. You know, just felt drained, really, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, but, yeah, and then Thursday happened and uh, woke up, felt good. And Friday, today's another day. And, uh, yeah, right back at it now. So, been a good week. Nothing too, nothing too, uh, too crazy. Um I did start a bit of drama, maybe, with the coach in the hockey world, minor hockey world in Sault Ste. Marie. But uh, oh. 
So I'm switching. So I'm 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 going from one team to an, I'm going to a Triple A team next year. So for anyone that doesn't know how hockey works, at least minor hockey in Ontario for the most part is like Triple A is at the highest level, then Double A, then Single A. So I was coaching a Double A team last year, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed coaching with the guys that I was coaching with. And uh, seven of those kids ended up making AAA this year, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then two kids got cut. So it's a pretty big turnover, nine kids. And then I was committed. You know, I did commit back in the spring to, like, help out again. Um, then an opportunity kind of came up last minute uh, over the weekend, last weekend, uh, to help a guy that coaches AAA, who's a pretty well-respected coach in the Sioux. Um so I thought it was a good opportunity for me. It's a higher level. So I talked to the coach, the head coach of the double A team. And I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal, but um, I think he was just a little up, upset and uh, just, you know, because one of the other coaches is gone because his kid made triple A and now I'm gone. So I think he was just a little disappointed with maybe how uh, things were turning out, but I think he's happy for me, but you know, whatever it's, it is what it is. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I would see a uh, Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds sweater at the yeah. kitchen. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I say to the, I'm like, my boy Dave would love that sweater. I don't yeah. know if it would or not, but should have. So. Yeah, it would. Hmm. Oh, and I just got off the phone. A little FaceTime. I haven't talked to the guy in uh, a little while. A buddy who used to work for me lives out west now lives in uh vernon bc uh who uh is about two years i think he's like two years sober just came up two years sober and he's one of the guys that i called and talked to when i was kind of breaking down it was jim thompson and him yeah. i kind of talked to about my situation before any of my family or anything so that was that was cool uh I literally just got off the phone with him like 10 minutes ago. Just a quick call because I had to jump on with you guys. But uh, he had called. We were we were texting a little bit, and he just called. There, he just uh, FaceTimed. So that was cool. He's a great dude. Hoping to get him on for as a guest maybe sometime. He's one of those guys, you know, that has like that uh, sober energy. He's just fucking just a uh, smiling, high-energy guy. Awesome, dude. Love him. So The old second shot at life energy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, love to have him on here. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of people we've had on. Yes. We had Sam. Sam. Arsenal Wilson. Yeah. French. Confidant Elf. Confidant. It's Confidant Elf. It is. It is Confidant. No. I... I might have messed that up. Uh, I did too, man. <laughs> it, it's funny, you know. Maybe uh, we'll we'll roll a clip here of uh, our blue our bloopers. I did. I we had to redo the intro because I I butchered it. Hey, Dave, and, take uh, it away. Yeah, our next guest is the co-founder and chief quality officer of Confident Health, which can be found at confidenthealth.com. And Confident Health is a very cool platform and offers a wide range of support. Yeah, our next guest is the co-founder and chief quality officer of Confidant Health.
health, which can be found at confidanthealth.com. <laughs> All right, I'll try again. <clears throat> Our next guest is the co-founder and chief quality officer of Confidant Health, which can be found at confidanthealth.com. Confidant Health is a very cool platform. <laughs> Confidant Health is a very cool platform that offers a wide range of support for pre-addiction, addiction, and mental health. To learn more about it, we have a very special guest. Please welcome Sam Wilson. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't stop crying. I'm so worried. Just stick with the first one. <laughs> I just read it as Confident Health. I don't know. I think I don't know if that's a common mistake, but I don't see the word confidant very often, I think. So I just saw confident. And not only did I say confident health in her intro, for some reason I felt like dropping the confident health like three times <laughs> in like two sentences. Yeah. And good for her for not uh just leaving. It. Yeah, she just left it. Yeah. But. No, she was awesome. Um, but she corrected us. And yeah. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Lesson learned, right? But yeah, man, Sam is awesome. Um, and Confidant Health is an amazing resource, guys. If you're struggling or if you're listening and you know someone who's struggling, um, you know, what I like doing is just like kind of giving people as many resources as possible just to look at and find something that works for you. And, and their website is filled with valuable resources. Um, they could be very helpful and that stuff can potentially save lives. So check it out, share it with friends that are struggling and hopefully you can make a difference. Yeah. Some free, free resources on there. If you didn't listen to the interview, if you go to that confidanthealth.com on the right side of the top, I think the tab is like learning library or something. Yeah. And there's, all sorts of free articles on there. Like it's broken down really cool. And even if you're not struggling with addiction, there's like uh, just like mindfulness and I don't know, I think there's like meditation stuff. There's a whole bunch of uh, uh, cool articles and resources there. So, yeah, I think one thing I liked about it, sorry, I didn't know if you want to get into something else there, but uh, one thing I was thinking is like a lot of times, we're not proactive in how we approach things. I think this is a proactive approach on kind of the future of, you know, if you look at technology and how things are going, the next wave of people that are going to have issues with addiction and whatnot are not going to be the people that are probably going to be going, wanting to go to maybe even in-person meetings. Right. Um, Not, not everybody, but I'm just saying like, you got a younger demographic growing up with technology, growing up with online, growing up with all that. So I think it's a very proactive approach of having online resources, online counseling, online, whatever. Um, I think it's good. It may not be huge right now, but I think it's a, a good avenue to, uh, to have out there for the future too. So, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, one thing, and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I find uh I find NA and 12 step groups a lot of times they it kind of makes it seem like that's the only way to when you're there they're like 
you have to work this program. It's the only way you're going to stay sober. Right. And I feel like that's kind of the vibe that's given off there, but that's absolutely not the truth. And they're like, if, if that group doesn't work for you, try something else. Cause there's so many different things out there and uh, yeah, just give everything a shot, man. Whatever works for you. Yeah. You that? Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. One of the last times I went to the AA meeting, it was kind of like, I felt like, it's funny you say because I felt like that was very being pushed on yeah. to me. Like it was almost like that conversation was happening. It was like everyone might, might as well have turned their chair around and like looked straight at me. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. For me, like I don't know. Like sometimes I think I do like comparing. I think it's a natural thing, but I haven't gone to an AA meeting in a while. And then I'm like, you know, I find the podcast helpful. I find cutting the podcast helpful, talking to you helpful and J-Rock and, and, um, and the guests we have on. But then I think, and then I think at the other time, I'm like, it's almost like, oh, did I have that bit of a problem? If I could, if I could get sober without going to AA, was it that big of an issue? You know, you start like playing these mind games with it. It's like, no, just be happy or sober and be happy that, um, you know, you're working, you know, I don't know. And, and, you're, and you're doing what works for you right yeah so to me it's like if aa is not for you man it's not for you and that's yeah. fine but find something that works for you and makes you happy and keeps you sober yeah and here yeah. i've made this comparison before but i compare 12 step groups to like a generalized workout plan right if you follow yeah. it it's going to work you're going to get in somewhat good shape right but a nice personalized exercise regime will work better for you, right? One that that's is true, yeah. per, like for you, right? And that's my just my wholesome opinion. Um, don't get mad. But, I think that's a great analogy too, because like I have no qualms about going back to an AA meeting just for like. Um, a refresher or if I'm feeling like I need to do that to be around people I have no issue with it at all <clears throat> and it's almost like you said getting back into the gym starting from you know getting your building your base yeah. so to speak and then kind of like making it personalized for, for you so yeah, I'm not anti AA I think it's wonderful I just for me to be fully into it I you know like it wasn't yeah anyway so yeah. I like it. Like I love going to my NA groups, but I like it for the, like the connection with people. Right. And like hearing people share. Um, I don't necessarily follow the NA program to like a T, but uh, I fit the NA into my program. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. And, and uh, it's too bad we don't have too bad Jared's not on because, you know, he's finding a lot of success right now. I think mentally, and I'm, I don't want to speak for him, but, more mentally in his headspace um, now that he's kind of like really been diving into the AA thing, which is great, you know, and that's perfect, you know, working for him kind of thing. And Christopher, Christopher too, he's another guy that, you know, loves it. And that's awesome. Right. Man, Christopher is in a cool, he was wearing a shirt when I seen him. He is uh, wearing his biker shirt and it's called bikers against drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. Now, can you get one of those or do you have to be a member? Do you have to like... I think you got to sign up and be a member. You got to be like a prospect. 
I wish I had to ask them, like, what is the prospect? Like, you got to get a year clean to get in, do you think? What do you think? Well, uh, he doesn't have – he doesn't have that. That's what I'm saying. But, like, you're a pro – you can't be a full full patch member until you get a year. Is that what Oh, it? yeah. That'd yeah. Cool. That would be cool. And, like, do you need a bike? Yeah. Like, I got a pedal bike. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but, like, wasn't there – and Sons of Anarchy didn't help, like didn't they like a couple of guys like they all have bikes I guess but sometimes they they uh, the guys that drive vans and stuff oh yeah so true. Maybe, yeah yeah I could use an excuse to buy a motorcycle I'm just saying <laughs> you guys want to recruit me um yeah uh, start a Lethbridge chapter I'm always hopeful of, like somebody's gonna drive through uh, my work with one of the with one of those. Uh, Cuts? bikers against yeah oh bikers against drugs and alcohol yeah it'd be so yeah. cool but just get hell's angels hell's angels and uh the random other stuff but yeah sweet all right davy doodles what do we got here today okay so i may butcher this whole thing but i'm gonna do my best all right i don't know you're not gonna. You're not gonna get it. I don't I, even know why I'm not. Not. Looks like the cheek on the saw guy. What's that? You know the saw guy, the guy in saw with his cheeks. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. So, have you ever read the book, um, Talent Code? Okay, I believe in that book. This, and I haven't read it for a long time. So. Uh, this analogy, this whole thing might get messed up, but it talks about, you know, like the 10,000 hour theory and all that. Right. Yeah. So like, say these are all like, like in the center of that is like a good habit. So we'll use like, um, sport, like I'll use hockey cause I use hockey a lot. So like, say this is like a basic skill of like shooting a puck and you, you wrap this, like, it's like a coil, you wrap around it more you practice. Right. And it just gets insulated with like muscle memory and all that stuff. It just becomes natural and, and like you just end up doing it really well naturally. Well, if you're doing, if you're practicing that shot and you're practicing it with bad habit, you're still building it, but you're just building it poorly. So whenever we talked about like breaking a bad habit uh, in the hockey world, you know, you're not just like building a new skill. You got to unravel all that work you did, right? And then rewrap it with the good skill. So I think sometimes in recovery here, these, these things you've done, like bad habits or, uh, you know, values you've lost or whatever it is that you've insulated poorly, we're still in the breakdown phase of that. As much as we're doing things really well, I think sometimes we're not quite building those good habits naturally yet. It's like still in breakdown phase. We're doing a good job. We're breaking down those old habits and then we're going to be, um, you know, building that's fucking building, awesome. Building strong habits, and the reason why I say that is I feel like sometimes, um, maybe like when when you're when you're when you're when you're trying to break a bad habit in the sports world, like as far as like whatever it is, sometimes things get worse before they get better, and like sometimes you have those bad days, and and uh, but just remember that you're kind of like still breaking those those uh those bad habits out of the system 
yeah, you froze up there a little tiny bit. You're breaking those bad habits out of the system. Yeah, breaking those bad habits out of your system. So, like, don't beat yourself up if it doesn't feel great all the time. Eventually, you keep working at that, and it's just going to be better and better and better. I don't know. I think that was bang on, buddy. Yeah. They're always so supportive of my love it. Man, Dave's doodles are it's one of the best things that's happened to me this year. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah oh it's amazing all right so, yeah. um yeah uh we've really got to have track but make sure you guys check out confidant health <laughs> oh yeah yeah it is really good oh man and she was oh also she was uh sam's very um well i can't remember what the word was she was in the first 10 seconds of the interview but uh Bro, I was like, he is so professional. Oh man, her vocabulary is fucking just so much better than mine too. Yeah, she said. Uh, she said a few words that I was like, okay, okay, uh, okay, yeah. Um, what was that word, man? Um, I have to cut by the, the one word she said like ten seconds into the interview. I was like, hmm? yeah, you should cut in cut in the big word she uses just in the end here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Serendipitous. Serend. Yeah. Serendipitously. And yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's really intelligent. Yeah. She was. She's uh. Seems very very, cool. very passionate too. Hey. Oh yeah. Yeah. More Which people is, in yeah. the world, man. Absolutely. How. How, uh, question for you. Mm -hmm. How did the soup kitchen survive without you over the week? I was back in the soup kitchen this morning. I'm happy you asked. Yeah. I'm glad to see me. Um, turns out I don't do that big of a role there. Uh, <laughs> they just had someone yeah. fill in for me. Um, I don't know. Yes, you do. Now, were some of the people that come to the soup kitchen happy? Were they... Did you see some of the happy faces when you were there? Is that cool? They were. They were happy to see me back. They said, good to see you back, Mark. Yeah, you know, that's always my name. But they were like, oh, you're back. Yeah. Maybe some people weren't happy to see me, but uh, I think for the most part they were. I try yeah. to be very nice to everyone. But it's a great program. Did 100 meals this morning. Yeah. Heading that's back awesome. to lunchtime. And hopefully it all goes well. Yeah, yeah, well, sweet. Ooh. And your ladies, your ladies must have been. Uh, you sent me a picture of uh, you and the ladies on the. Was it on the airplane or in the airport? Uh, on the airplane. On the airplane, you have a mask. So you have a mask on. Oh yeah, you had a mask on. Mm -hmm. But I could, you could see how big, just with your eyes, and how big your smile was. It's cool. Uh, oh man, I was so pumped, bro. Yeah. Milo was awesome flying. Yeah, was she good again on the way back? Yeah, she cried a little bit, man. But like, what do you expect? There's grown-ups that cry on flights, so like, it's fine. You know, she's baby. Yeah. You know what's going on? It's just big engines. That's her only way of communicating. So, yeah, there was. There's a good bit. Louis C.K. does a good bit. Not to promote him, I don't know if he's in some trouble lately or what, but he does a good bit. Look it up on. Um, on like a crying baby on the on an airplane. Have you ever listened to that? 
No, I'll look it up. And it's like, and it's like, it's, like uh, it's something like, it's basically like calling out people that are, like, that are around, that aren't associated with the baby, that are like pissed off at this, at this person, the parent or whatever that has a crying baby. And it's like, like, you know, that person that has a baby, that's like, the, it's like the worst day of their life right now like this like you don't think they feel bad and they like to have this crying baby like screaming at them. i don't do it justice but it's pretty uh it's pretty funny you might enjoy it yeah that is so true but yeah no she's awesome man she just cried fed her she didn't cry anymore so yeah all right brother we want to wrap this bad boy up yeah all right jared we missed you today jared's still on the podcast guys um, uh, yeah, guys, if you or someone you know is struggling, please reach out and ask for help. Um, there's so much help available. And if we can help guide you in the right direction, we will absolutely try our very best. Um, please like, subscribe, all that below. Uh, comment. Tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, follow us on social media. And most importantly, have an amazing day.